Uh, let me tell you about Cheryl. Cheryl, Pat, you're a little bit in the shot again, uh, just so you know. Thank you. I like that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. Cheryl wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, I was actually skeptical this would have any effect on my dogs, but the difference is unbelievable. I ordered this uh, when my 11-year-old dog had to have surgery and wasn't doing well. Within a week's time, she was playing like a pup. I'm totally amazed at how much better both of my dog's digestion has been as well. Thank you, Rough Greens. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement uh, developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle this on your dog food, basically. It's a chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, uh, all the good stuff that you need for your dog. Uh, the stuff that you probably don't eat and you should probably eat more often. I don't know if you should sprinkle it on your food, but your dog will love it. Uh, try, uh, the folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal going on for you right now. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you a first trial bag free. Free right now. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call them 833-GLEN33, 833-GLEN33, 833-GLEN33. Give them a call today. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Pat and Stu in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck radio program. Starts in just a second. Uh, we got some close races going on around the nation. We're going to fill you in on a couple of them and uh, show you some of the candidates that are available that really going to, I think, really going to do a good job in the U.S. Senate, especially. Uh, we'll get to that. And uh, KJP had some fascinating things to say yesterday. All of that and more coming up in 60 seconds. Well, sometimes in life, the best thing you can do is learn the hard way. But that's not the case when it comes to real estate transactions. You don't want to learn that way with real estate. When you're trying to buy or sell a home or both, the truth is that the school of hard knocks is a thing to be avoided at all costs. That's why years ago, Glenn started a business called Real Estate Agents I Trust. They pair you up with the best real estate agent in your area so that your chances of having the best outcome possible go through the roof. It's a free service to you, and if you need someone who's really going to be able to navigate you through a difficult real estate transaction in this market, every one of them's difficult, especially if you're buying uh, over the past couple of years, you need to make sure that you have someone on your side, and that's why realestateagentsitrust.com exists. The name says it all, realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now and check it out, realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome to the program. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. He's on vacation and back next week. And I think many, many, uh, 
many brains on the Democratic side are also on vacation. As you see them attempt to mm. speak. This has been an interesting mm. trend I've noticed lately, Pat, that none of the people on the left seem to be able to talk and yeah. or and or tell a story in any way. Keep a train of thought. Yeah. Like I was fascinated yeah. by the uh, Kamala Harris story from the other day where she claimed to have never eaten a grape. Oh, I missed that. You did. She claimed to never, never have eaten a grape? a grape. And I thought to myself, weird. Why would anyone tell another person they had never eaten a grape? And you think, <laughs> I've never eaten a grape. Why, Pat? Huh. Let me. This is interesting because hmm. if you haven't heard this story, I have not. I would love to hear your guesses as to why she <laughs> told people she had never eaten a grape. Why would you want people to know that information? Now, I might say because you know I've never had fruit before and I'm not healthy. Right. That, that's one answer, but I don't think the Kamala would say uh, allergic. I'm allergic, She's allergic to, grapes. to grapes. That's a great answer. No, yeah. that's not why. No, because there's no uh, political gain <laughs> in telling people that you're allergic to grapes. Right. Right. There's no political gain in saying you don't eat healthy. Oh, so I don't Republicans eat grapes. like grapes. Republicans like so grapes. I have avoided them my whole life. Yeah, you're pretty close. Really? It's close. No, apparently the unions uh-huh. boycotted grapes back in the day. What? And so she said Why? she never ate grapes because she would never cross a picket line. You've got to be kidding me. Now, some people decided to say, you know, <laughs> normally I would just believe Kamala Harris. Does she Harris. drink wine? <laughs> That's great. You know she drinks wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> has there been a day that has gone by in the past 25 years she has not had eight or nine glasses of wine? <laughs> I doubt it. I, I do too. Uh, and, and just so everyone knows... Grapes are in wine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> in case you're yeah. wondering, like, if what's you didn't that get magical the tie juice in. made out of? <laughs> it's, it's grapes. So, no, the reason why uh, is they boycotted. Now, people were like, wait a minute. Normally, I would just trust Kamala Harris with whatever she says because she's so trustworthy. You're right. Right. And But there was apparently one person, probably only one, who said, you know, I'm a, I'm a tad skeptical of that claim. <laughs> How dare they? I'm right. Exactly. How dare they be? skeptical about anything kamala harris has to right. say now there was a union boycott of california grapes not all grapes as far as i know but california grapes okay uh for i think it was 20 years or something were, did they not have any unions in the grape industry apparently they were anti-union huh. in the grape industry at okay. some point uh, they, i know they they had a california raisin situation wow. not sure if that cost all their money like they, all the claymation money went there and they didn't have any money for the unions i'm not sure what the conflict was yeah but this period she said she had she never had a grape until she was in her 20s is was her what her claim was however the period of the boycott lasted from before she was 20 until she was 36 oh so oh, there's no way she, this story could be true <laughs> And it's so typical of her. She had an, Bizarre. I, do you remember the story where so she said weird. she smoked pot back in 1986 listening to Snoop Dogg? Oh, right. And then we all found yeah. out that Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg didn't release an album until 1993. Right. So a bit a bit difficult. I mean, maybe, maybe he was just in a room singing to her. I don't know. But apparently that wasn't true either. And this is typical of Kamala Harris. And it's interesting. You look at the left right now. It seems like all of them can't communicate for different reasons mm-hmm. you know uh, kamala harris can't tell any any true stories uh, joe biden can't speak because he seems to be going senile mm-hmm. uh, nancy pelosi can't speak because she's drunk all the time right john fetterman can't speak because he had a stroke yeah 
Are you assailing a man's health situation? No, I'm not saying Is that what I'm hearing right now? No, that's not. You're taking a shot at a man who has just been ill. <laughs> well, because there's no shots taken of Donald Trump after he had COVID. Not no, one. Right. Not one criticism. He had a nice... Remember that wonderful period of the Donald Trump presidency right before the election when there was no criticism of him? Oh. Oh, uh, I remember no, that. Because he was getting over being ill, and that's why. Uh yeah, no, I'm not assailing him for being ill. In fact, I hope he gets better. Yeah. But he should get better in a place that isn't the Senate. I think so, too. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could recover in a, I don't know, uh, a hospital, or he could recover at home, mm-hmm. or he could recover in a rehab facility. Yes. But not the U.S. Senate. All really good options. Now, of course, if he is fully recovered, he also should not go to the Senate. Uh, that's for other reasons. Because <laughs> yeah. he would be a terrible... He's Bernie Sanders really in a hoodie. Yeah, he is. And that's a problem. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, brilliant uh, during his campaign stop and, and this speech. Please understand the stakes in this race. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send... So I can work with Senator Casey. What? And I can champion uh, the uh-huh. union way of life... In Jersey, in, excuse me, in D.C. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. And it's an honor. Okay. I live eight minutes away from here. Wow. And when I leave okay. tonight, and I got three miles away. What? Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey. You've got uh, a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. Wait, thank you, Stuart. You a friend and an ally at Dr. Oz's mansion? <laughs> Is that what he's saying? I mean, that's a, it's a surprising oh, it's tactic. Interesting. And vote for me because I, I I only live eight minutes away. That's a great point. If you're in walking distance, you've got my vote. If I can walk to your house within 20 minutes, I'm going to vote for you. If John Fetterman moved into my house, then I would <laughs> definitely vote for him. <laughs> I just need him He'd close He's probably by. willing to move into your house. Well, He'd he love moved, that. He'd I mean, love that. I don't know. Is his parents still paying? I mean, I, you know, if there's a rent situation, I no, might he consider stopped it. when he was 50, okay. which was ancient times, like three years ago. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this is... I mean, look. What a bizarre... I mean, and obviously, he's having some issues there. And it's sad, really. Yes, it's sad. I laugh at his reasoning that the only thing, look, doctor, I don't, I don't think Doctor Oz was the right candidate for this particular race. I, I to be clear, mm-hmm. but like, there <laughs> no, seems to be enough choices. to criticize about Doctor Oz. Like, I do. I mean, honestly, do you know any of his positions? I <laughs> no, I really don't know any of Doctor Oz's positions. Yes, he's stated some of them recently, uh, and I don't know him well enough to believe if he's you know conservative or republican or anything i I, Mm -hmm. he's not my ideal candidate but john fetterman the only criticism he seems to have of him is his address he's rich he's rich and he he lives in new jersey yeah he has a big house lives in jersey and he's successful don't vote for this man because he has a big house and he's successful he keeps pointing out the only things i like about him yeah, yeah. I like I like the fact that he's successful. I you like, like the that. Fact, I yeah. really like it when you're a loser really? and you've never had a job really that ha- that could support you or your family, and that your parents have paid your way for your whole adult life. That does uh, seem that's appealing. The now that I you want. put it that way, wait, is this person wearing a hoodie as well? <laughs> yes. I yes. Yes. Okay. All right. As long as he's wearing a hoodie, then I would vote. Now, for him. how many times would you vote for him? 
Probably, yes. Yes. I'm wearing my Philadelphia Eagles uh, hoodie today in in honor of John Fetterman. Um, I don't know. Very nice. Yeah, it's very nice. And I think there is a, uh, (laughs) there's an odd, odd thing going on here. He has no message. Yeah. Now he has, this is different than not having an ideology. He does have an ideology. He is a socialist. And it's really terrible. He is a Bernie Sanders candidate. He is. Uh, as far left as any candidate in the United States. That is John Fetterman. Mm-hmm. He Just because he wears a hoodie and grunts a lot and is large does not make him any different than Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is a socialist. John Fetterman is a socialist. He is an AOC candidate. He's, yeah, but he's not 6'8". He's not 6'8". Who? Sanders? Bernie Sanders. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna, I, John I, Fetterman is. I mean, AOC doesn't seem to be 4'8". No, no. But uh, yes, John Fetterman... Is is tall. He's tall. He's large. Uh huh. He wears hoodies. Yep. He grunts. He almost died. He almost died from a stroke. Still can't talk real well. Like, I feel bad when someone has a stroke. Mm -hmm. I've had family members who have had strokes. Mm -hmm. I've had family members who have had all sorts of physical ailments. Never did I think, you know, that qualifies them for the Senate. (laughs) You know, like, if anything, you'd say, hey, something that is messing with your cognitive abilities is something that you that would disqualify you from a high-profile role that's not a thing in our leadership in the United States of America. For some reason, that's just not a thing. If you are compromised mentally, that's fine with Americans. Yeah. And, and how do you know that? Because so many people voted for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, uh, for sure, is, is, is a great example I mean, Nancy of this. Pelosi Nancy Pelosi is super compromised as well. Yeah. I, mean, I think it, Kamala Harris is compromised in some ways. To listen to her speak, it's like, I don't know if she's just stretching so much b- because she's not intellectually capable of making a a, a point. Yeah. Or I, if there's something wrong with her. With Kamala, it feels like she's always calculating what she should say and cannot say. Yeah. Uh, to not to reveal too much or what's the most beneficial thing at the time she's constantly making calculations and her brain doesn't work that fast i mean she's just not Mm -hmm. that smart Mm -hmm. now maybe a really smart person could do something like that she's just unable to pull it off so she winds up talking to her you know talking herself into stories about how she's never eaten a grape and she thinks this is (laughs) amazing a a good idea right like that where i don't think that's what nancy pelosi is doing pelosi's probably just sloshed also, a little yeah. bit. She's got at least a dash of the Joe Biden issue. I think so. Fetterman. She's what, 80? Yeah. Is she 80? I think she's very close, yeah. if not 80, maybe even 81 right now. You sure there's reports now that Nancy Pelosi, if if the Republicans take the House, <laughs> and she doesn't want to lower herself to not be Speaker of the House anymore, she, you know, she, she'd be minority leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, she now is entertaining the idea of being named ambassador to Italy. Oh, that's a good place for her. Now, first I'm of all, all about 100%. that. I can support that 100%. Our nation needs her in Italy. <laughs> yes. Yes, 100%. Finally, we've yeah. got a former Speaker of the House who's now ambassador to Italy. Yeah. I think that's great. But the other, a lot of people have pointed out, wasn't wow. this the place she was just on vacation in her bikini? Oof. Which was she, a hot set of photos. I mean, we oof. have to all acknowledge uh, those were really oh. attractive. There's nothing like an 80-year-old in a one-piece, of course. <laughs> Uh, and she pulled it off well, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. is it possible that Nancy just wants free trips to Italy all the time? It, yes, <laughs> very, yes, very <laughs> possible. <laughs> Which again, I, corruption in government is bad. We can all agree on that. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, the the amount of corruption that leads to Nancy Pelosi being in Italy all the time and not here is good. That's good corruption. Sometimes you have to acknowledge corruption is wonderful. And in this particular uh, moment, having Nancy Pelosi constantly on vacation in Italy is something I support taxpayer dollars going to. We should pay for all of her vacations so she stays in Italy forever. She'll love it there. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. And we'll love food. it for her being right. there. The wine is so. fantastic. <laughs> the food is incredible. The scenery, mm-hmm. the history, Pat. Right. All of the above. I mean, I know she loves. She seems to really like dig that Mussolini period. She, whatever <laughs> she's doing over there, go over there. Do it. Soak it in. Love it. Soak in the sun. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More in sixty seconds. All right. I want you to take a minute out of your busy day and just ask yourself an important question. How many bits of personal information, your information, are online at any given moment? Your name, yeah, of course. Your social security number, almost definitely. Your bank information, maybe credit card numbers. It's certainly possible. Are you concerned? Because if you don't have LifeLock, you, you probably should be. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives we do everything online these days, and you don't want to cut internet safety out of the budget. So get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock. It's the top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and get 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off at LifeLock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, interesting piece in Vogue about uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she, you know, the actress from Passengers, for one. Passengers. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it? You, you never, of course, you're not into sci-fi, really. Not right? really. So that was a uh, was. It, would you say like the, the Hunger Games would be the Hunger Games <laughs> might be the thing that you'd point true. out? Uh, Yes. Are you talking about Jennifer yes. Lawrence's career? Probably, yes. Uh, probably better known for Hunger Games than Passengers, although Passengers is more recent. That's I mean, why it popped into my head. Maybe you go Silver Linings Playbook because it was a okay. award-winning film. What award did it win? A I think it an won Oscar? an Oscar. Didn't she win an Oscar for that? I think she did. Really? It was a pretty good movie, mainly because it was Philadelphia Eagles-themed, which is the reason <laughs> I, I remember it. But it did win, I feel like, multiple... It was at least nominated for multiple awards. Eight Academy Award nominations. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay. Wow. Uh, Lawrence won the Academy Award for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Okay. So, I mean, those are the two, I would say, highlights of Jennifer Lawrence. If you're going going to name moments, I would not name Passengers as even, I mean, is it on the list? Yeah. I don't know that you're going to, you're probably too, her iPhone was hacked before you get mm-hmm. to passengers. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think maybe you go Hunger Games. I think you probably lead with that one. Uh, okay. Just, this is just my advice to you. Whatever. As a Jennifer All Lawrence right. themed broadcaster. Okay. <laughs> anyway, she had some uh, uh, interesting revelations uh, in that article, including one that she has uh, been troubled and has spoken to her therapist about her recurring nightmares she has about Tucker Carlson. Uh, okay. That's that's psychopathic. Uh, yeah. 
And my guess is she's never even watched an episode of Tucker Carlson's show. That would be my guess. No, but if Tucker Carlson does not start his show either last night or t- tonight with right. Jennifer Lawrence's Dreaming About Me, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> He's got to. He's got to. Absolutely has to do if that. If anyone watched Tucker Carlson last night, if he did not, because what did the story come out? This is, I think I, yesterday. I saw, yeah, I, I do remember yesterday. it hitting yesterday, I think. So mm-hmm. if he did not, I will be very disappointed in Mr. Carlson. I mean, would that be the greatest thing in your life if Jennifer Lawrence admits <laughs> that she's had recurring nightmares about you? I think so. It'd be great. I mean, that's pretty awesome. You that, know, maybe she's so, she's tortured by how attracted she is to him. <laughs> and that's the nightmare. That is the first thing you list on your resume from now on. <laughs> yes. That is how she, he should have that on his lower third instead of Fox News host is uh, in Jennifer Lawrence's dreams. Because <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you don't get a better anecdote than that. But Vogue also noted to her that uh, her family, I guess, voted for Trump in 2016, They're, which was very disturbing to her. The Republicans, right? Yeah. I believe they are. Yeah. yeah. So she said, I just worked so hard in the last five years to forgive my dad and my family and to try to understand it's different The information they're getting is different. Their life is different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And maybe you should apply that to yourself, too, because I'm guessing, again, she's never watched Fox News. She's never looked into an alternative publication to the New York Times or Los Angeles Times. You know, she's getting all of her information from CNN and MSNBC. Oh, I think you're lucky if that's true. I, I, CNN and MSNBC. Probably not even then. Yeah, it's probably left-wing <clears throat> blogs. Yeah. Uh, but I, I yep. think she, because she grew up, I believe, in a Republican house, she I, she may have some familiarity with it and is, you know, rebelled against her parents over the years and decided to change, which, whatever. I mean, it happens from time to time, especially when you're in Hollywood. It seems to happen often. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah. Uh, I, this idea that you have to you have to forgive your parents for their political beliefs. Unreal. I mean, I have I have relatives who are liberal. I don't need to forgive them. I could try to convince mm-hmm. them, persuade them, perhaps. I yes. don't need to forgive them. They didn't done any. They haven't permitted a crime. But that's what it's like to the left. Yeah. If you believe differently than they do, it's actually a sin to them. Yeah. Because climate change and all of these things are their religion. Abortion is their religion. So she was asked about political exchanges with her family members. And she said, I broached the subject in the sense that I unleashed text messages. Mm. Boom, 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 boom. They oh. don't respond. Oh, my gosh. And then I'll feel bad and send a picture of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Nice, though, that her parents just let it lay. Yeah. That's, and just look, leave it alone. At some point, you need to make a calculation of what's good for your life. Yeah. The Glenn Beck and Responding program. to Jennifer Lawrence over and over again on text messages about politics is not good for your life, to be <laughs> no. clear. How would you like to look 10 or 15 years younger? Do you want to look like Nancy Pelosi in that bikini? Uh, Well, if you do, you don't want to use GenuCell. But in case you think maybe you want to look a a different way, GenuCell exists. It's the best in skincare. I've been talking to you about GenuCell for years. It's because it really works. My wife and my mom have both used GenuCell. They love it. If you're dealing with uh, crow's feet around the eyes or maybe a little old, uh, little old turkey neck, it might be time for you to give GenuCell a try today. GenuCell has got the last couple weeks of its GenuCell's summer blowout. Every most popular package is over 65% off. Plus, you get a complimentary gift with every subscription order. You can say goodbye to fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, sagging jawlines, even those annoying bags and puffiness. 
they'll be all gone without the risky work getting done. And with its immediate effects, your results are guaranteed as little as 12 hours or your money back. You're not risking anything. Try GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. If you order today, you get the Summer Essential absolutely free. It's a great gift as well for anyone coming up with an opportunity for a gift. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. And don't forget to check out my show, which is immediately preceding this one every weekday, uh, beginning at 6 Central, uh, 7 Eastern, Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. We've been reviewing the illustrious career of Jennifer Lawrence because uh, Stu took exception with my pointing out that she was in Passengers. <laughs> I, just, I, I didn't remember Passengers uh, like many people. And you should have. I should have, you I should suppose. have because it was a hit. It was, uh, it was over a, $100 million. What was the budget of that thing? I don't know. I don't Probably know. $200 million. Uh, Yeah. I don't have the budget of it, but... <laughs> I wouldn't I, be. Don't don't bog us down with. Did it actually oh, make production money? budget one hundred and ten million? Okay. <laughs> well, but worldwide it made three hundred million. Yes. However, you don't get all the money that, that comes into true. the box office. So uh, it true. was. I wouldn't say it was a hit. I would say it may have made its money back, which is hey, mm-hmm. that's that's good, and maybe a little bit of a profit, but not much. Uh, but again, you look at her career. I think you're going Hunger Games, where she's made billions of dollars yeah. in the box office. She's yes. also in all a bunch of the X Men movies, which I didn't see any of. But she's, what is she, the, the blue thing? Yeah, the blue person. The blue person. Uh, you know who that is, Martin? Who's the blue person? Yeah, Mystique. The one that she yeah, plays yeah, drums, right? And she, uh, she's, there's a bunch of blue people. They got no, blue painted it's blue. Not that and one. they, and no, they, they hang on like cans. That's and, a different blue people. And trash cans and stuff. Yeah, no. No. Not. Uh, not so true. she's in that. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it did, it did okay. It did okay. Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, Silver Linings Playbook. She won, she won she Best Actress. She's an Oscar for that. Wow. Best actress in a leading role. <laughs> so it's notable. A notable part yeah, of her career. Notable. She may remember it. I know you didn't, but <laughs> she might remember that one little thing. Uh, but yeah, no, you're, she has not had a, she's not had a huge hit in a while. I mean, the last, this is, Passengers was probably her most recent moderate success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. she's been doing some artsy stuff, you know, yeah. she's been getting her ha- iPhone hacked. I mean, things like that have been going Did on. Did that happen? That she was the the main character, and I don't remember what year was that. Anyone remember that? She, they, like they, they, some somebody broke into a bunch of iPhones and leaked naked pictures of celebrities. It was a big story at the time, uh, and she was, I would say, the most that. prominent one. Mm. She was like at the peak of her celebrity, and uh, and she uh, mm-hmm. she talked again. I don't I don't understand the fascination of taking pictures of yourself naked. I I don't I, either. Maybe if I looked like Jennifer Lawrence, either. I'd feel differently about this particular topic. It'd be really um, weird if you looked like Jennifer Lawrence. It'd be very very strange. How <laughs> dare you, I Pat? Know, I know. How I know because women and men Kel- are exactly the same. Is it is it so? Is there time, Martin, to to <laughs> dump that comment by Pat Grace to save his career because? If it is acknowledged that he <laughs> believes it would be quote unquote weird, weird. strange uh-huh. if yeah. I looked like Jennifer Lawrence mm. as I could easily <laughs> identify as a woman at any moment. You could. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm a G. Mm. You don't know. No, is I G don't. One of the <laughs> but I would never accuse you of looking like Jennifer Lawrence no, if you did. You know, that's true. So. I don't think I'd be that attractive of a woman. <laughs> I don't think no. so. But she looks great. I just don't yeah. think that necessarily her politics... Oh, she's so psycho. Rise to the level of her appearance. She's so ridiculous. And, you know, all almost all of Hollywood is. Uh, but it's true. You know, I, I feel like, can I, 
draw out an analogy here. Let me tell me if 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 you believe this. Mm-hmm. Corinne Jean Pierre is sort of like if you take the average Hollywood actress and put her in the role of press secretary. <laughs> yes, right. Like, yes. Right? Corinne Jean Pierre, I think is a she seems pretty. Like she's not she's not a bad looking uh-huh. lady. Yeah. Uh, they. It okay. seems like that's what they picked her for. Yeah. Like she, her appearance seems to be outside of her main three qualifications. Number one, her genitals. Right. Number two, the genitals she prefers. Number three, the color of her skin. Those are her three main credentials for the job. But I think the fourth one is like, she kind of just has that way about her. Like she's heard of these topics before, <laughs> right? Like she, it's not like, you know, if I were to talk to you about some topic in deep astrophysics, you might be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Where with her, like she's, she like been on Twitter and seen these topics mentioned, right? Yeah. Like she, she knows that, uh, you know, she knows who won the 2016 election. She doesn't know much about it, but she knows who won it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, that's the one thing she doesn't seem to know. That I, I was a bad example because she actually said it was stolen. But uh, generally speaking, she knows the general topics about politics. Mm-hmm. She knows that she knows their student debt. She knows that maybe yeah. Democrats want to relieve some of that student debt in some way. She's familiar that the topic exists in conversation, but that seems to be the limit of her understanding. So she mm-hmm. reads most of her answers in the great big book of everything at the great big book <laughs> of everything. <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of times she doesn't realize that what she's reading doesn't answer the question. And also she apparently gets caught at times when people realized she was tweeting that elections, previous elections were stolen. Yes, she was asked about that uh, yesterday, and here's what she said. If we're all in agreement that it is incorrect to say the 2020 election was stolen, what about the 2016 election? Look, Look. I'm not going to go back to where we were or what happened in 2016. We're going to focus on the here and now. Oh, We're going to focus wait, on, wait, hold on what's stop. happening. The, the 2020 election is the past two. <laughs> yes. Right? right. Do you understand that? Right. Like, if you're 2020 going, election is not the here and now. Right. I don't want to look back at. Well, if you don't want to look back at the 2016 election, then you shouldn't need to look back at the 2020 election. I should point out to everyone, man, but a lot of people don't seem to understand this. Donald Trump is not running for office currently. He is not on the ballot in any state for any job he may run for office in 2024 no one thinks he's going to be on a senate ballot anytime soon he's not going to be running for a house seat Mm -hmm. he may run for president in the future but currently is not running for president so the idea that you're going to uh, make him the focus of this campaign which is clearly what they want to do is an interesting political bit of gymnastics but it is not reality He's not on the ballot. Talk about the candidates that are running for office. Can you do that? And the answer to that is no. No. They really can't. So Corinne Jean-Pierre gets asked this question because this is not just her. It's all of them. This is her saying a stolen email, stolen uh, stolen drone, stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedent, unprecedented Trump. Get it? The, it's like unprecedented. Unprecedented. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, this is her Incredible. in 2016 saying the election was stolen. Uh, she said the election was stolen in uh, Georgia as well. Right. Uh, and look, you can have criticisms. You can say, if you want to have the position that you believe it's wrong for Donald Trump to say the election was stolen, okay. But you don't also get to say 
all of the elections you lost were stolen. You can't criticize someone else for saying the election is stolen when you've claimed multiple times that the election was stolen. It's just, you can't have both of those things. Except they do. They want to. I don't think the American people are going to, to go hope. along with that. hope you're right. I, I do too. I really hope you're right. All right, so let's hear more of Corinne jump here. But just in trying to understand the new attention on the MAGA Republicans, you tweeted in 2016 oh, Trump stole an oh. election. You tweeted, I was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question. Well, great. Here we go. <laughs> you tweeted Trump stole an election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme now, yeah. why was so it So let's, let's be really clear. That that comparison that you made is just ridiculous. No, I have been, I have been, well, you're asking me, Gosh. you're asking me a question. Yes. Let me answer it. And you said it was Wait, ridiculous. I was... I was talking specifically at that time of what was happening with voting rights and the what was in danger of voting rights. Mm. That's what I was speaking to at the time. Mm -mm. And here's the thing. Uh, I have said dear. Governor uh, Kemp no. won God. the election in Georgia. I've been clear about that. Uh, I have said President Trump won the election of 2016, and I've been clear about that. What we are talking about right now is, they were stolen. let's not we forget what happened on January 6, 2021, when we saw an insurrection, a mob that was no, incited by the person who uh, occupied uh, no. this campus, this facility in, at that time. And wow, it was good, good an attack on our argument. democracy. Let's not forget, people died that day. I, I love the... the the appeal to the emotions there at the end. People, Let's not forget, died. People died. Day. Well, yeah. Ashley Babbitt died that day. Mm -hmm. uh, one other person who was a Trump supporter died that day. Uh, but the others didn't die as a result of... I mean, even Brian Sicknick's family said he died from strokes. They didn't attribute it to the mob that I've ever seen. Um, and the other police officers committed suicide. They didn't die that day. That was later on. I, it's just absolutely infuriating that they keep uh, promoting that lie. It's just, it's a flat out lie. And they won't let go of it. They, they continually attribute five deaths to January 6th. When that's just not the truth. That's not what happened. No, uh, I mean, it was, that doesn't mean it was a good event good day no good, and I'm, good, I'm tired of even a carnival hedging that with with an explanation because it's so all know obvious it. that we yeah, we all know it. we all know that it shouldn't have happened but they have blown it so out of so proportion out of, it really has overwhelmed the day <laughs> the, the, it has it, it's overwhelmed what actually occurred like their nonsensical yep. treatment of it has overwhelmed the things that all of us were concerned about it. I mean, no one, yeah. no one wanted that. Mm, no. And, you know, it was so... The, the reason why it stands out so much is because on the right, it's so rare. Mm -hmm. You don't see us going to cities to burn things down and break things and break windows and throw things at police officers and hit police officers over the head with flagpoles. That's the left's job. They do that all the time. Go to literally any day in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Go to any day in Seattle. Find just find the area that f pick the federal building they're attacking that particular evening. Go to a six month period in 2020 <clears throat> where it happened every night yeah. in major cities all across the country, all across the country, and it was excused constantly. We see this happen every single time uh, that that one of these uh, you know uh, one of these things breaks out. We see the same excuses from the media over and over and over again. And it's a disgusting set of excuses, mm. largely based upon, well, you have to understand 
you know, you know, they can't control themselves. That's essentially their attitude. Mm-hmm. They can't control themselves. Yeah. And like, I, I, and I don't know about you, but every person I've met who, uh, who would fit into any of the groups they're describing has plenty of control over themselves. Mm-hmm. It's the left that thinks that they don't. It's the left that doesn't expect basic civilization to hold up when something goes wrong. And, and it's appropriate to call January 6th a riot. Yeah, totally. It is totally. asinine to call it an insurrection. It's ridiculous. It's not an insurrection. Ugh. Come on. Hey, watch, uh, you know, we know this, Pat. There are certain movies, when they come on, you must watch them. If you're if you just flip into the channels and it's on, you mm-hmm. have to stop what you're doing at any moment and Godfather, watch the rest of for it. Instance. The Godfather is an mm-hmm. example of this. Mm-hmm. I would put Valkyrie into this into this discussion. Valkyrie's in there. Yes, it's mm-hmm. yeah, you might not like Tom Cruise, but man, is that a freaking good movie? And uh, it is a, the movie about a literal insurrection <laughs> yes. against Hitler. Okay. <laughs> They tried to assassinate him. They tried mm-hmm. to take over government buildings. They took over the government communication apparatus and communicated orders to underlings to stop mm-hmm. listening to Hitler because he's dead and go with us instead. That's an insurrection. An insurrection is not a bunch of people wearing horns on their head, <laughs> walking in and putting their feet up at Nancy Pelosi's desk. That is not an insurrection. It's a bad thing. Yeah. It is not an insurrection. It's a different thing. They're two separate things and you know that doesn't mean both of them are good or both of them are bad they're both they're they they clearly are both bad but they're different scales here there's no there was no plan now i I, they go through the uh communications of some of these people who actually were inside the capitol and you can see there are a few of them that seem to have that on their mind but that is totally different than accusing the president of the united states of an insurrection yeah, it's a totally yeah. different thing. There are always crazy people. There are thousands of people in America right now planning some sort of insurrection that likely will never even be attempted and certainly will not succeed. That is something that has been going on forever. It's idiotic, mm-hmm. but it's true. That's totally different than what they present January 6th as. And this is their their whole campaign is relitigating January 6th. And yeah. she's like, oh, we can't look back at the past. <laughs> that's all you're doing all the time you don't want to look at the present that's that's the problem with this election strategy and why we should reject it triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k more patents do for glenn coming up the glenn back program patents do for glenn on the glenn beck program Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It looks like uh, CNN may be considering firing another couple of uh, people. At least that's the rumor now. And Jim Acosta is one of them. Oh no! Oh, wouldn't that be sad? Oh gosh! You know who loves Jim Acosta is uh, Jim Acosta. Yes, he's the only person who loves Jim Acosta. Yes, he loves himself. Oh some my Jim gosh! Acosta, though, gosh, does he love? Lo- he himself. loves himself enough for all the rest of us. Oh yeah, so. that's why I don't do it because he's <laughs> done all the work for us. He, that dude loves hearing himself speak. Oh my gosh. Loves it. Yeah, he thinks he's the smartest, uh, the best looking, mm-hmm. uh, and and just has the biggest, best takes on everybody uh, on network television. He, he He's the man who knows it all, and uh, he's not afraid to tell you, but uh, hopefully... He won't be at CNN much longer. Now, supposedly, they've been do, you know, planning to do this for a really long time. And then finally, they did get rid of Brian Stelter. 
But yeah, we'll, we'll see if it happens to Acosta as well. I was talking to our very own Rob Eno here at The Blaze. Uh, he's a media critic. And and I said to him, like, well, is there any chance this is, like, real? Like, CNN is actually changing their ways and improving? Uh, like, well, mm-hmm. how, I asked him, how on a one, one to ten scale, how would you rate the CNN transition from, you know, and he's a, obviously a conservative here at The Blaze, skeptic, not a fan of Brian Stelter, etc. And mm-hmm. he think he gave it a seven. Like, I, it does seem like so far so good here with some of these changes. Like, it they're would, really going to do it. Like, maybe they're actually going to... I know they're not going to do it. I keep Every time I get optimistic, I think, what are you doing? Don't get optimistic. <laughs> this is just... They're just... It, she, Lucy is putting the, the little the football, football down. down, and I'm going to miss it again. Yeah, yeah. She's going to pull it away. She's going to pull it away. But I'm going to try and kick it again. I'm going to try anyway. But then they give us another little inkling with this yeah. Acosta story. Eh, it'd be great. A lot of work to do, though. Yeah. A lot of work. The Glenn Back Program.